Welcome to episode five of Regen for a New Future with me, Brooke Spate. It's the podcast that addresses the anxieties and priorities of our working lives in these changing and challenging times by speaking to key partners and business leaders within the SAP ecosystem. Last time around, we spoke with SAP's Esperanza Valbuena about recruiting early talent, balancing diversity with representation, and how to cope with the global fight for talent in the technology industry. You can catch up with our chat in all of the usual podcast places. On this episode, we're going to focus on a more sensitive topic. Cheedam Bagbakan from SAP Gold partner, Solvia Digital Solutions, was kind enough to speak to me about her experiences with the economic and political instability in Turkey, as well as how Solvia have differentiated themselves in the cloud business space. I hope you engage with her story as much as I did. Welcome to Regen, Cheedam. Thank you very much for hosting me, Brooke. Can you begin with giving us a brief overview of Solvia and how you differentiate yourself in the marketplace? Sure. When we have a look at the SAP ecosystem in Turkey, we can say that we are one of the youngest partners of SAP. We will celebrate our 10th anniversary in January. So when we have a look at other partners with 40 years of experience, we can say that we are very young. And we currently have 450 employees. They are mainly located in Turkey, but we also have some offices in Darmstadt, Germany and Zurich, Switzerland. Well, having to compete with highly experienced partners, we always had an emphasis on doing things differently than others. We are very agile when it comes to adopting new technologies, and we are among the first partners who sold and implemented Resit SAP. So we also have a strong consultancy team for LOVs, including the BPI, HXM, CX, and BTP. So we really love new technologies, let's say. And on the other hand, we also believe in investing in human capital. Although we are not the largest organization, we have the highest number of certified consultants, and this helps us give service in premium quality. And another topic we strongly follow is creating our own IPs. We have solutions in SAP Cloud Store, and together with SAP, we qualify our predefined packages. For example, we have built a solution on DWC, which is called New Talent Cockpit, and this is also being sold on SAP Cloud Store. And we have another one built on Rise with SAP for chemistry industry, which was qualified in 2021. Oh, wow. And I also hear a congratulations is in order as I understand you won the Sustainable Growth Award. Could you tell me a bit more about that? Well, we were very excited to receive that award. And here are our names among great partners in the email south because we didn't know that we were going to receive an award. So I was really excited. We know that growth is very important. Everybody knows that. And it is a sign that you are doing fine. But doing it sustainably shows us that you are doing it right and that you're running a health business. I've seen so many partners falling apart after hitting the highest revenues. We were pointing them, wow, they are growing very rapidly. But afterwards, we saw that they were declining. So I think we should be selective when it comes to expansion. You know, We should be very careful in where we invest. We should be very careful with the customers that we choose. So we should put our food on the right path. I think this award shows us that we are doing it fine uh, when it comes to growth. So what challenges are you facing from an economic and political perspective in Turkey at the moment? Okay, let's start with the economy. Economy is very unstable in Turkey. The inflation is very, very high and the currency is moving. Thus, making the license sales in euros is extremely difficult. 
and uh, the customers cannot foresee if they will be able to get a meaningful return on their investment. And on the political side, I'll look at it in a way uh, that reflects our business. So young people tend to immigrate to European countries where they can find better quality of life. So it is very hard for us to find well-educated, competent people. And those we raise from junior positions tend to go to foreign countries as well. So it is really difficult for us to keep up with those challenges. What proactive measures have you introduced to help your staff recently? Well, we opened two new branches, one in Darmstadt and one in Zurich. The Darmstadt office was opened just before the pandemic. It was a place where we could be closer to our clients because we had lots of clients in European market and we wanted to be very close to them. And before the pandemic, we were sending lots of consultants in Europe every day, like 40 or 50 people were outside of Turkey working for the European clients. So we thought it would be a great place where we can position them and they could work from there. They could also go to the clients very easily. But the pandemic started, so we had to do everything remotely. So we said, okay, uh, we are not going to close it, but we will not send anyone. So we will be doing business from Turkey, of course. Those people didn't even stay in Istanbul, but they stayed in other places and we did everything remotely. I think it was a chance that we had those times because uh, we learned to be agile and we learned to be quicker in responding to changes. And uh, during the pandemic, I think we finished more than 15 as for HANA rollouts, so we could do it remotely very well. But right now, everybody started to work on site. And when we are working with uh, production companies, of course, it is important to visit their places. So we said, okay, we are reopening the branches. And right now, we are sending some stuff over there. And as I will be mentioning, uh, we have made a reorganization in Solvia. And right now, we have two different countries, country leads, one in Darmstadt and the other one in Zurich. So we are going to grow. I think we will have around 50 people uh, next year in the Germany branch. So if we are going to talk about the Zurich office, that office was opened after we started to work with some people who had already moved to Zurich. And with their experience and network, we could reach new markets. Of course, that became uh, an advantage for our economical issues as well. Yeah, it sounds like you had quite a a running start before the pandemic with some of your offices, but I'm glad that you've managed to get your consultants on site and meeting with customers. So that's that's great to hear. And it's really nice to see how Solvia has managed to expand over the years as well and so quickly. So well done, guys, for that. (laughs) So you're clearly facing certain domestic challenges in Turkey, but what about outside influences such as the war in Ukraine? I know it's a bit of a sensitive topic, but has that had an impact on your business and your staff? Well, it is really sad to be talking about war in 2022. We shouldn't be talking about that at all. But there has always been war around us. We look at the geography that we are located in. We have the Middle East right behind us. So the war is happening all the time over there. So it was not something new to talk about. But I understand that it was quite shocking to Europe because it was just happening there for the first time for a long time. So they were really shocked to have that war going on. And the boycotts made some of our customers adopt cloud services because the services started to cut for Russia, for example. And our customers were asking, okay, if anything happens here, if we get into war, 
then won't I be reaching my ERP systems because of the burkos? We really had some hard time answering those questions, but it looks like we overcame those issues. Uh, right now, everybody is stable. And on the other hand, we see that new refugee flow started, but we did not see any effects on the business yet. We were thinking that when the refugee flow starts, we will be seeing some people with good knowledge, with SAP background coming to Turkey as well, and we could hire those people to work on the assignments we have anywhere in the world. But that didn't happen, actually. We didn't find anyone on that side. So, well, of course, we were really shocked in our hearts, but it didn't affect us as much as we thought it would. So facing all of these crises, how do you still manage to run a business? Well, those challenges are nothing new, although they keep coming. You know, we have those kind of challenges all the time around us. But uh, this helped us learn to be agile and make fast and bold decisions. Our top management is also very, very young. And we love to try new ways of doing businesses. Recently, we made a reorganization to reflect this agility to every employee, and we will keep doing it like that. So I think the key word should be being agile and uh, giving the decisions very fast. This is how we do it. Yeah, I think that aligns really well with the partner ecosystem success message as well to adapt to the change and regenerate. Regenerate has been this word that we've been pushing in a lot of our communications. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. And well done to Sylvia for re- responding so well. And there's so much going on outside of the day to day. So how do you ensure a duty of care for your staff in such a challenging time? We really love to listen to their needs, but it is not like occasionally. We don't go to them occasionally and ask, how is it going? But we do it in a planned manner. Every newcomer has an opportunity to meet the CEO after one month in Solvia to share their ideas and what they have seen different in Solvia. And we are still working remotely, of course, and we believe it makes people more productive. We make salary updates quarterly right now. It was once a year previously, but right now to compete with the high inflation, we try to reflect the inflation to their salaries quarterly. And we also utilize different bonus systems to share what we earn with the employees. We have digitized the HR processes. And of course, we use success factors for that. And we have HR partners for every division to advocate staff needs. Amazing. I particularly like that bottom-up approach with the open conversation between perhaps some of your junior level employees and your senior leadership team. And following the inflation as well, I can only speak from my experience in London, but with the cost of living crisis, I think employers responding to that change is one of the biggest things that you can do for your employees. So massive fan of that. (laughs) So I think I just have one more question left for you, GLEMS. Are you concerned about how the geopolitical impact will continue to affect the business and your people? Or can you look ahead with optimism? We are not delusional about what goes around. However, it's a fact that Solvia quadrupled after the pandemic. Although we try to act very quickly, we try to do it wisely as well. And whenever we need consultancy, we do so. We seek uh, some advice and we try to take our steps very carefully when it comes to some bold decisions. 
And to answer your last question, yes, we look ahead with optimism because we are very good with managing changes and challenges. And we do not see change as a threat, but it is an opportunity for us to grow. So at the end of the year, I think we will be more than 500 people. And our plans for 2025 is to be more than 1,000 employees. So going to that situation, we are investing heavily. We are not only investing in the solutions, but we are also investing in people. And we try to make people really happy working for Solvia because we know that our strength comes from people. So we are selling services. And if they are happy, they will make the customers happy and this will make us grow. So this is how we look at future. It's great to see how Sylvia are looking to the future. But thank you so much, Chidam, for, for joining me on the podcast today. It's been really great to have you. It was really nice to catch up with you, Brooke. Thanks again to Chidam for taking the time to share the challenges that Sylvia have faced. It was particularly fascinating to hear about how many of her staff have had to actually consider leaving their home countries to provide for their families. We'll have more insights and stories from our partners and employees across the region in the final episode. Don't forget to follow the series on your favourite podcast app. And if you've enjoyed the show, then please do give us a positive rating and review. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Brooks Bates. Thanks for listening.